Welcome to Because Mom Said So. We're the same moms you've grown to love, but with a new twist. Join us each week as we talk about topics related to womanhood, to motherhood, and everything in between. I'm Jill, mother of three, Riley, Charlotte, and Kendall. I'm Kelly, mom of three, Brooke, Joshua, and Paige. I'm Melissa, mom of two, Maddie McKenzie. I'm Holly, mom of three, William, Mia, and EJ. Hi, ladies. Hello, ladies. Hi. Welcome. Hey, so I know every week we go through our kids and how many kids we have and, you know, but it's funny how, you know, they say Americans have 2.5 children. You know what I mean? Like that's, Mm -hmm. and and between us, we're about 2.5. It's funny. How can you have half a child? But that's so funny. I'm just saying that's how, you know, like every third person either has, you know, five kids or two kids or four kids or one kid. It all equals out. It's so funny. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I told Greg the other day, I said, I wish we would have a baby. And he was like, he looked at me, he goes, what are you talking about? I just, I just, <laughs> it just never went away for me. Like the maternal instincts. I don't know why. Well, you do have grandbabies. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. you don't see them as much as you'd like. How often do you see them? Well, with COVID, never, because she won't allow. But not very often. Yeah. Well, Mm. someday you'll have... Someday we'll be back to normal. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that that kills me. And in the meantime, you have the the fur babies. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Your fur babies are kind of like your grandbabies right now, just because they're there. (laughs) Yep. And you rock them and you sing to them. So it's good practice. Yes, it's great practice. So until you get to see your grandbabies again. So yes. (laughs) You spoiled them like that. Yeah. What what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I know. I I can't wait. I want to wait because I don't want my kids, um, you know, once they're married, of course, I want them to wait till they're married to have children. But um, I want them to wait. I want them to be a little bit older. But when that time comes, oh, I'm just so excited to think about that. Oh, my gosh, Jill. I can't even imagine. That is crazy to think about. Yeah, I I think it'll be the best thing ever. Yeah. I'm hoping they wait till like 30, you know, or, you know. I really do. I was, how old were you guys when you had your first baby? I was 35. No. Uh I was 26. Wait, how old were you, Cal? 26. Wow, you were a baby. I was 30. 27. 27, actually. Yeah, I was I was 30. How about you, Hall? 28. Yeah. So 28. two in our 30s and two in our 20s. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's 2.5 yeah. kids we got between all of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because if I go to places with EJ's friends, we're still considered some of the younger parents. I'm like, really? Like, doesn't feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That is crazy because EJ's obviously your oldest, you know. He's my so. oldest, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't really consider myself that, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder. Yeah. Wait a minute, I'm wrong. I got married when I was 26. I had Brooke when I was 28. I had all three of my kids before I was 30. Wow, your wow. kids are all three all years apart. apart. Yeah, they're all year apart. Three in yeah. diapers. Yeah, that was my mom. My I my mom was twenty five when she had me, but I was her youngest, so she had three kids in three years under twenty five. But that was you know kind of in yeah. the olden days. Things were different. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I'm I'm in the olden days. No, Jill. no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I think now kids genuinely do wait a little wait, bit. You know why? Because yeah. they have to have two incomes. They have mm-hmm. to make money. Oh, exactly. You're yeah. right. My mother was married at 19. Yeah, things are expensive. If you want nice stuff, you got to work for it. What are we talking about today, ladies? So today, you guys, we are talking about Summer is Coming, books we've read, books we want to read, book clubs. I would love to be in a book club. It's so weird that You've I'm not. You've never been in a book club? Mm-mm. <gasps> and you love to read, Melissa, don't you? Yeah, my goal is 30 books this year. <gasps> That's Ooh. a lot. That's a great uh-huh. goal. Remember we tried to do a book club on the show? Yes. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> that was a flop. Oh, yeah. We did last one week. Yeah, that, that was a flop. That, that I didn't know. work. You know yeah. why? Because it wasn't, production didn't like it. You know, had they fueled it, we would have stuck with it. But that wasn't on their agenda. So they didn't want us doing that. Yeah. I think we we really would have enjoyed it. That was the only book club I ever belonged Mm -hmm. to. (laughs) Yeah, because as much as we're so much alike, we all have a different take on the exact same thing. You know, that's the fun of a book club. Talking about the characters and what did you think and what would you have done in, you know, if that were you. I think that'd be fun. I love, I read, Kelly, you would probably like some of the books that I've read. Jessica Simpson's book. People look at her and think she's this blonde bombshell that's just beautiful but stupid. That girl is so smart. She reads, she is so well read. She reads Shakespeare. I mean, she reads like major books. She doesn't just read some of the foofy books that I read. I mean, she's so successful and her books are awesome. I really, really enjoy them. So are they self help books? Like, what are the, what's Mm. the genre of her? books my the one that I love was called open book um it is just about her life oh yeah like, so it's like an autobiography oh and it's so interesting because she was you know she drank a lot she you know oh I didn't really know that cool. yeah it's really cool to see how involved her mom is in her life her mom helps her with her business still to this day they're really close yeah um I don't know she's a really really awesome girl I love her yeah, it's it's nice to read a book and be inspired. You know, oh, she inspired me. Mm-hmm. That's great. But I've read so many books. Like Demi Moore's book was good. Tori Spelling, believe it or not. But I loved Andrea Barber's book from Fuller House. That was so cute. Isn't that funny? So these are not novels. These are all books about the author. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. You, I mean, I I know you like the you like those. You you've read them all. I. I don't think I have read any of those. Valerie Bertinelli, it's such a good ah, book. I oh, love her. I mean, it's neat. Talk, you know, she talks about Eddie Van Halen and, you know, yeah. like the drugs and the alcohol and the, oh my gosh. So, Melissa, I can't believe, one, you've never been in a book club. No. You really? Yeah, you should I, start I'm surprised one. by that, too. Why don't we do one? I would love to be in a book club. Let's I, do actually, it. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'll pass on this friend group. Uh, <laughs> Kelly's vetoing that. Kelly is divorcing us. <laughs> yes. You you guys like to exercise and you like to read books. <laughs> I, I just I don't know that I fit in. Well, I'll be honest. I have never read a whole book in my entire life. 
Kelly, don't I, say it. I started it. to read Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> there was all that hype about it. So I, I started reading it. I got halfway through and then I quit and I watched the movie. <laughs> that's the only book that I can say that I read at least half of that I, I didn't have to because I was in school oh, oh my gosh, my gosh. Uh, that's, that's funny <laughs> so Holly how is your niece doing with mathnasium oh my gosh Kelly she loves it I feel good because I was so you know when you give someone a gift like that and you you hope they love it just as much as you do. And I thought it was just the coolest thing. And to show you how much she likes it, she gave me this like question and this riddle. I'm like, hmm, I have to think about that. She's like, okay, so uh, she was just trying out something that she was studying in one of her sessions. She's like, if you could eat either five, six, or seven eighths of your favorite candy bar, which one would you choose? And she says, make the right choice or make the best choice. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Which is better? Which one is more? I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's how they teach. That's how kids learn. And I'm thinking that isn't that fun. Yeah. So it makes it relatable. It makes it fun. It makes it something that's relevant. I'm like, that's what learning should be about. And I really thought yeah. that was cool yeah. that she wanted to share that with me. Mathnasium is all about math. So that's their specialty. They are experts yeah. at math. So that is what they do. And so for if your child loves math, if they want to, you know, strengthen their skills, get more enrichment, mathnasium is a really good option for you. And studies show that kids are getting, unfortunately, behind in math because of the pandemic. So we want to stay on top of it and be sure that doesn't happen with our children, or in this case, with my niece. So I want to be, you know, helpful. Because math is yeah. so important for our, our kids. It's, you build on it. Mathnasium works with kids in grades 2 through 12. So that's a wide range of ages. And they really are the authority on math education. And the kids can learn either online or in a center, whichever works best for you. Either way, it's the same. They have face-to-face -face learning with instructors who really care. And chances are there's a mathnasium near you. Like I just, out of curiosity, because she does hers online, and I just wanted to see, well, could she do it locally to see if there are chapters around here or other branches? Yeah, there were, there's, there's over a thousand of them across the country. That's amazing. So I'm sure there's one near everybody. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No matter where you live. There's a mathnasium <laughs> accessible to you. So if your child is a little bit behind in math, mathnasium will bridge the gap. If they move, need to move a little faster and be challenged, Mathnasium will step up the gas and raise the level of the work to help them with a faster pace. So whether you're looking to get your kids back on track or want to ensure they're staying ahead with their math studies, schedule a free consultation with Mathnasium today. You can find a center near you at mathnasium.com. Then call them for a free in-person or online consultation. So Fifty Shades of Grey didn't keep you on the edge of your seat because that's the key for me. Watching the movie kept me more on my seat than reading the book. Books are usually genuinely better than movies. Like they're more, um, they're yeah. just more interesting. You get more of a feel for it. They're just. I agree with that. Sorry to cut you off because no. I have a hard time watching. Like for me, I like to read the book before 
I watch mm-hmm. the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I really prefer to do that. So everyone, case in point, everyone was talking about Bridgerton on Netflix. And yes. I know that's not a movie, but it's like a series. So I'll put it in that vein. Yeah. But I, I, once I found out it was based on a book, not only is it based on a book, it's based on a book series. There are seven of them. Yeah. So I decided before oh I... Oh, my. I didn't yes. know that. Yes. So before I decided to watch it, I decided to read the book. And once I read the first book, I'm like, I went to the second book. I'm on the third book. I love it. Because I wasn't sure was the series oh. based on all seven of the books or is it or, or eight of them, whatever it is. But but no, it's each each... Um, season, I guess it's going to be based on each book, and they're fun. They're fun, light. But see, I, I, I'm oh. glad I read the book before. Oh, I, I love it. Bridgerton. It. You know what? I, I will say this. What's different about the book than the show? In the book, it's not an interracial marriage. So, oh. but in the show, oh. it is. So she she changed it in that way, and I like that. That was yeah. int- it. Was a very interesting twist. Yeah. Because I think in the book in Bridgerton, Simon has blue eyes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a so it's it's the same story but a new twist. So I like that. So sometimes it's fun to read the book and then see how they change it or they adapt it for the movie yeah. or the television show. So, but I I agree with Melissa. I prefer to read the book. So that's mm-hmm. like I am I am biased that way. I enjoy reading it and envisioning what the characters will look like and how it's going to develop. And I have my own imagination. My imagination is amazing. So that's good. You know, do you know what I do when Meredith can't walk with me? I listen to my books on Mm. my hikes. So, and it's fun because I won't, I'll keep going until I finish the chapter or, you know, because I really do enjoy like I listen to. um, Yeah, that's great. So you do books on tape a lot. Yeah, I did That's becoming. Wonderful. I I read becoming and then I listened to it as well with Michelle Obama because it's so much better listening to her because her inflections and you know like she was just really passionate and I loved I loved just hearing her voice. I would maybe like it if if I did that audio. You should. Well, yes, yes. I would maybe like like while I'm cleaning and stuff, just have them yes. on. Valerie Bertinelli, I listened to it on audio too. She's so fun to listen to because it's her voice. Yeah, that's cute. That's clever. Yeah. Well, when we travel, which we, you know, don't travel a lot, but when Erno and I travel and we drive, we always go to the library and get a book on tape where now you you download it. Like they used yeah. to hand you a CD yeah. and the case yes. and all that. And now it was a you, bunch of CDs. Yeah. But now you, we download it and, oh my gosh, we would get to our destination and still have three more hours of the book. We'd be sitting in the car because, it, <laughs> you know, it, it kept us going. It was great. I like books on tape. I do too. Like I used to get them at the library because they're free at the library. When I used to work in mm-hmm. Philadelphia, I would, there'd be like six discs and you would, if you got yeah. stuck in traffic and you were like, oh, I hope there's traffic today because I want to. <laughs> <laughs> but I like listening to the people talk. I like listening to the authors, if they're the ones speaking, like Michelle Obama, and hearing them read their own words. There's something powerful yeah. with that. And it makes, like Melissa said, like you want to keep going, doing whatever you're doing because you want to just, you get so engrossed in the in the story. So, yeah, yeah. I think listening, um, I used to feel funny about it because I used to feel like I'm cheating because I'm not actually reading. Because you're not reading. That's kind of how I feel. It's like... I, can you really say you read the book when you really aren't reading it? 
you're listening to. But I think you can. I've got, you have to get over that because that that was my big hang up. And, but the part of it is that you just want to, for me, enjoying a book, the part of it is is an escape and Mm -hmm. it allows me to talk to friends about it or Mm -hmm. makes me think about things and question or just enjoy it. And so I think once I got, that's like a personal hang up because I think schools teach you that, that you actually have to physically sit there and read it. But in this day and yeah. age, I think we're so mobile and we're, we have technology. We have to kind of a, adapt to that. And it's, it's good. It's there for us. And it makes me consume more books. Yeah, I think it's, I think books on tape are great for, you know, reading takes a lot of time. And I am mm-hmm. guilty. I, I used to read a lot before bed because it it was it would calm me down and it would help me to sleep but now I'm so gosh darn tired I don't fall asleep I fall asleep you fall asleep while you're reading so you know I I mostly read my my novels and my books um when I'm on vacation you know when I'm sitting on the beach I mean it's almost like that has become I think a lot of people do that yeah Every time they go to the beach, they sit yep. and read a book. So it's become a summer read. I never read a book on vacation. No? Yeah, that's funny because I think a lot of people do. And you do. I know that you read and, you know, I never read on vacation. Oh, interesting. I just assumed that you did. I just assumed like, oh, of course, that's going to be nope. a great time for you to read. Oh, interesting. No, I I can't read. I can't enjoy what I'm reading, if I know, oh my God, I still have to make dinner and I have laundry. You know, when I have this list of just mom things, I can't sit and relax. Like I'll look through a magazine, but I know I can be done with that in 10 minutes. Like yeah. I need, I need more time. I need to create more time in my, in my daily routine to make sure I get a, a good read in, you know, a good book. Like, like you, Melissa, have an, a goal. I need a goal. Yeah, I love I love having that goal. And what's funny with me is I always, even as a young girl, I had a problem with comprehending reading. So I was in some special classes in elementary school just to help me, like a remedial reading. And I'm not I'm not embarrassed to say so. Yeah, um, well, you shouldn't just, be. I think that happens to a lot of people. I, you know, I mean, I kids, I could yeah. read a paragraph, and I'm like, wait. What yeah. did I like? I sometimes have to read a page several times. Sure, um, but I think that. It's because now I have so much going on, but when I read, I have to like, I can't have the radio or TV. Shut everything out. Yeah. yeah. Much better than I used to be because I can Mm -hmm. concentrate better, but. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, a good book will keep you focused. And Kelly, I think that was your problem. The book you were reading, we'll we'll come up with a good book that'll keep you on the edge of your seat. and, And when you put it down, you won't wait to pick it back you you know you'll think I can't wait to pick it back up and read and see what's what's going on you just have to get the right book yeah yeah with with me with my family because like you were saying like oh my goodness I I can't read if I have other mom things going on when my family sees because I'm a reader if they see that I'm engrossed in a book they're like oh forget it they may you're ordering out tonight because I'm like (laughs) I'm in my world if I'm in my like comfy place on the couch or like I will stay and reading that book for hours and they're like, what are we having for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. Someone's about to do this in my book. You'll have to figure that out. Let me know. I love <laughs> you t- that. You tell me. Because <laughs> I'm like, I got to the good part. I got to figure out who's, who did it or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, my my book will come first. My book will trump mom duties. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah. If I'm really engrossed and, and I'm on a roll, yeah. Are you on to public goods? Yeah, I'm a member. You know what my favorite thing is about it? No. I don't know about you, but I'm really weird about like putting out like my lotions and stuff like on my counter, Mm -hmm. like that they all like are mixed matched. Their stuff is all like, it like goes together. Yes. They, they have like real simple packaging, Mm -hmm. like it's black and white. So it's like everything like matches. I love that. (laughs) It's kind of calming, right? Looks like I coordinated it on my counter. (laughs) You planned it like that. See, I like that too. It has a nice, cool aesthetic. It feels very trendy. I will tell you what I like. I like their bamboo straws. I know that sounds weird. Oh, really? I like their bamboo straws. Well, when you're in L.A. I haven't tried those. Well, in L.A., you can't get a straw from a restaurant if you go out. And so that they were, and it's just beginning to open up a little bit. But one of the things I like is bringing my own straw. And their straws are made out of bamboo. They're 100% biodegradable. It's perfect. Oh, I need to try those because I hate those paper straws. And I get it. I mean, you want to be responsible and sustainable and contribute and do your part for the earth. So I get, and they're not good for the animals and the fish and the water. I totally get why we're not doing straws, but I like a straw. So this is a nice alternative and it comes with a cotton pouch so you can take it on the go and it's a cleaning brush. So if you want to clean it really quickly, it's nice and convenient. So talking about being good for the environment, did you know that they plant one tree for every order they place? That's cool. I love companies that do that. That's that's because they're committed to doing their part. So it's not just about selling products. It's also about being part of a, a larger global community. And the other thing that they do that I like, um, like I have their shampoo and like body wash and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I buy one container of it with like a pump and then they sell the refills. So there's not a lot of waste. That's smart. I have not tried that. You just have the one container and just keep refilling it. Oh, okay. So now I have to try that. I haven't tried that yet. I've, I've been stuck on... Everything food related, so bamboo straws and <laughs> see, I, I've done more of the products. So stuff. that's like the really shampoos funny. and the lotions and that <laughs> kind of stuff. So, yeah, I like they have everything from coffee to toilet paper to shampoo to pet food. You can <laughs> get everything you want in one stop shopping. Exactly, Public Goods is your new everything store, thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. So it's great online shopping. You know, we love online shopping. We already talked yep. about that. Public Goods searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. They use a membership model to keep costs low and pass on even more savings to their customers. Best of all, you can make your first purchase with no obligation. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. And knowing what's in your products and where they come from is so important. I worked out an awesome deal for just our listeners. They receive $15 off their first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. Plus, right now, receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food storage wraps with your order. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash mom or use code mom at checkout. That is P-U-B 
L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash mom, M-O-M, and receive $15 off your first order. Now, do you guys like to read, like, an actual book or do you have like a Kindle or something that you read your books on? I don't do Kindles. It's too hard for my eyes. I don't do Kindle either. I love a, I like cracking open a book. The feeling of I a like book. I like the smell yeah. of a book. And sometimes I do both because Rachel uh-huh. will give me books and then I'll read it. And then also when I walk, I'll go to the chapter and I just start that chapter over and then I'll go back to the book. I go back and forth, which is so funny. My mom is such an avid reader. Like she'll read three books. She'll be reading three, two or three novel books in the same time. I'm like, how can you do that? I mean, she, oh wow, I would get so confused. I well, she and she will go through a book. I'll say in a day. She'll. I'll be like, what'd you do today, wow. mom? Now she's eighty, and she has a little time on her hand, but hands. But I love that she is so into her book she loves it and she's the one who tells me oh jill you'll love this book you you know this one's about the and i love when my mom like breaks them down and and gives me um tells me about what books she likes and why she did but she does kindle now and she always she does she had boxes she'd buy the little paperbacks because they're cheap and i hate them she'd give them too small she had to finally literally donate and get rid of she had stacks and stacks of boxes of books. Now, Erna likes to hardback, and he likes to keep them on his shelf. Yeah, that's what yeah. Greg does. Greg yeah, has I'm all not. of his hardbacks in the closet. I was, I looked at him. I was like, do you want to donate them? He's like, oh, I'm not sure. You no, know, Erna loves his books. How, what do you do? I do a little bit of everything. So I have a Kindle. I also use my iPad, and they have iBooks on that. And... Especially when I was traveling, I used those primarily because books are very heavy and they're bulky. And so yeah. that just made it yeah. more convenient for me for, for like transporting them. Uh, but I still do, like Melissa said, I also like holding a book. So there's, mm-hmm. there's something to me, for me, like I like being able to turn a page and holding, whether it's a hard cover or a soft cover, it doesn't make a difference. And I also, my book's almost like my babies. I hate to give them away. Yeah. So I, I, I keep them. I have an abundance of books and way more books than I do storage. And we have a lot of storage here, but still books take up a lot of space. My, my mom and my sister, they use the yeah. library service and I was doing that for a while. That's and nice. Then, but I haven't done that in years. So I think I might try maybe after COVID trying to do the library service again. Um, only because of, of space. Of storage. Yeah. And money. It's on. expensive. And it is very expensive. And I, mm-hmm. and I, but this is also me. I buy books and I collect them. And I save them for a day when I'm going to read them. Because I do read about three books at a time. Oh, you're so, like my mom. Yeah, I you're a reader. I, I have three uh, books at a time. I would be so confused. I can't even watch a TV, two, three <laughs> TV shows at one time. I get all confused. Jill, how did your mom read the small paperbacks? Because paperbacks, I'm blind as a bat. Yeah, and no, paperbacks, no, she... She really? has her, well, she has glasses and contacts. She, Me that too. is, that is my mom's thing. Like more than anything, she loves to read and I like to read. I don't love it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get, 
but I, and I really wanted my kids to learn to love to read, to like, uh-huh. like Holly does, sneak away somewhere and mm-hmm. read. And I always tried as a young, you know, as they were babies to get them to read and to read to them. And honestly, I hate to say it, but Riley, my oldest is the only one who loves to read. So she's like my mom. My other two are like me. They're like, mm. I mean, I like it. I think I like it more than those two, but they're still kind of young you know, to pick up a novel. and Now, let me ask you this. Do you guys ever read a book more than once? I do not. Or do you just read it and then move on to another one? Or do you ever go back and read them again? I very rarely ever read a book more than once. I, I will read a book in a series. And like if I like that author, I'll find other books by that author. That's what I tend to do rather than reading okay. the book. The only double up I would do would be read the book, watch the movie, or vice versa, watch the movie and read the Mm, book. mm -hmm. But I agree with you, Hal. I think it's more fun to read the book first and Mm. then see a movie. But sometimes you watch a movie and then someone will say, you know, that's that's, that's a series, like you said with Bridgerton. You know, so you kind of like, oh, darn, I already saw the movie and, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Do you know what my girls have been doing? They've been taking their dogs and a blanket and they both bring books and they go to the park. Mm. Oh, that's great. See, that's great. I love that. Mm -hmm. I really do. I love being able to share, like with Nia, books that I love. Like that to me has been really fun and introducing her to different series or different books. And when she has time, she enjoys it, but it's just usually finding the time. But Mm -hmm. when she does, she does enjoy reading, but she just doesn't have as much time as she would like to read. Because she's a slower reader, so she really likes to enjoy it and take her her time. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Whereas William is an avid reader. He reads a ton. He reads a ton. Oh, he's like you. Wow. Although he likes nonfiction, he would never read the fiction that I read. So right now we're sharing books, which is really interesting. And we've had a lot of fun doing like book discussions. But so he's pushing me to read different books that are nonfiction because I don't usually like nonfiction. Oh, wow. they've been really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's interesting. You don't like nonfiction. So you wouldn't like... Like all the ones, I mean, you wouldn't be drawn to the ones that Melissa was saying, all this, you know, the Valerie Bertinelli and the Jessica Simpson and. Like memoirs are different. I will read a memoir. Yeah, I will read like like nonfiction. I'm thinking like if it's science or it's business oriented or something like that, like those tend to be the types of books, but memoirs I'll read in a heartbeat. I, I love those. And actually a lot of my favorite books are books that are inspired or about someone's story. I, I do like I do about, like a true story I, I book. Yeah, I, I love like it. A, me too. Do you know yeah, what, what um, one that I really enjoyed that I actually listened to because I really wanted to listen to it was the No Time Like the Future, Michael J. Fox. Oh, oh, oh interesting. Is it has, about his life? Is mm-hmm. it? And, yeah. you know, he has Parkinson's mm-hmm. and his voice yeah. quivers. Oh, I didn't know that. His book is really, really interesting. I really loved it. I read so many political books mm-hmm. this past year, and I really enjoyed them. For you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think some of my all-time favorite, like, memoirs would be, there's this one, I actually used it in school, too, when I was teaching. It's called Lost Names. And uh, that one I love because it's a story of a Korean, a, a, a Korean boy who lives during Japanese occupation and the whole idea of lost names in Korea when they had to change and take on Japanese Japanese names and the importance of a name and what did that oh, mean? Yeah, and so you go through this whole story. Yep. It's beautifully written. What's it called and again? Lost, lost Names. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. 
And it's by Richard Kim. It's beautiful. And you go through the whole story and you never really know his name, but just how he writes. Because it was, it was something I really never thought about um, Korea at the time of Japanese occupation and what that was like and the importance of, of, of a name. And it's not a long book, but it's such a powerful book told through a, the eyes of a child. And oh. it's really well done. And then there was another one called Black Ice by Laureen Carey. And it was about a young black woman, well, black girl, who goes to a boarding school and what that was like going to an all-white boarding school. Oh. And yeah, so that was because I taught in independent schools and in a boarding school. And that was that was a powerful story, too. So I like I like things like that. Yeah. How you would be a great uh, book club. Oh, oh I would love would. a book club. A book club. Manager, you'd be great at getting a book club together. Manager. <laughs> what do you, you do, you? Holly? I am a book club manager. I manage my book club. <laughs> I manage book clubs. You, I'm available for hire, so just let me know. Yeah. What, I'm, the, I'm free. what I liked about book clubs was listening to everybody talk about their the book. Everybody's different that. opinions. That's why yeah. I love, and you know, my mom, yeah. I love listening to her tell me about certain books she loved. So I, I do love that. I love a book she club. She would be I good just, to be in our book club. Your yeah, mom. She, she, well, she, maybe not Hall, but she'd outread all of us because she she just gets through them in a day. She can't put them down. No way. <laughs> well, I don't read them in a day, but I do read them in my own time. Yeah. I love mysteries. No. Yeah. Does anybody else like mysteries? Oh, I love a mystery. I love a mystery. You know me. I love my true crime stuff and my mysteries and my murders. I love them. Love them. And I and I like to see if I'm gonna if I'm gonna figure it out. I'm like I gotta read it because I gotta figure out who did it. Yeah, I love a twist. Oh, I like a twist. Yeah. I love a twist when you think you can figure out the twist and then you're like, oh, didn't see that coming. Well, Kelly, as you know, and we've talked about many times on our episodes, we love to shop online. Uh, yes. Love, 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 love to shop online. And one of the things that I like to shop online for, because I use them all the time, are candles. So I have found that I just kind of surf the web looking for different candles and scents. And I have some of my favorites. And when I go to checkout, nothing excites me more than buying my candles than seeing that there's a promo code at checkout. Like right there, I feel like I've hit the jackpot. Gotta love a coupon, Holly. Love a coupon. <laughs> Gotta love a coupon. And what's even better is if you use Honey, you don't have to go searching for a coupon code. It automatically comes up. Yes. That's what I like. I hate looking for a coupon code. Exactly. So Honey was like a lifesaver for me. It makes it so much faster shopping because you don't have to be looking for it. Right. And you don't have to worry if it expired or, yeah. or if it's relevant yeah. to and the product. And it finds the best one. Yes. If there's more than one coupon code, it finds the one that is, is best for you. So it does all of that thinking for me, which is great because it's yes. hard sometimes. Which I love, I love that. You know I hate to think. <laughs> you know what? When I'm trying to look for a deal, I don't want to think. I just want to buy. Exactly. It's interrupting my shopping. Exactly. It's interrupting my flow. I've got to buy. I got things to buy. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. So they range from tech to gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. 
And when you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. So I wanted to buy candles for those mothers in my life and I have a lot of candles to buy, of course. And so they were adding up and candles can get pricey. So yes, they can. they can get pricey pretty fast. And so I was looking, I'm like, oh my gosh, these are adding up. But I was like, I'm getting them. I like that. It's a gift that I would love. And then when I check out, a promo code came up from Honey. Buy one, get one free. All right. So I was saving like $15 off of each like candles. It was buy one, get one free. So I was, it was great because I bought. So, so now you can send me one, huh? I, I could. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> So I was like, so I actually went back and bought some more candles. <laughs> Honey has over 17 million members, so they've saved people $2 billion. Ooh. You know, I mean, $15 here, $20 there, that adds up. And you know what the good thing about it is? It's like it's there. So if the coupon is there, why not use it? Why not use it? Yeah, if you don't have to do anything to look for the coupon, why why not use it? If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something I don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash BMSS. That's joinhoney.com slash BMSS. Send me some um, ideas for some books. I will. I will. I have a few. Yeah. I'm reading um, White Fragility right now. Mm, that's a good one I hear. I have not uh-huh. read that. Just started them. Who's the author of that? Robin D'Angelo, I think, something like that. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't, okay. It comes up right, for Amazon, it comes up right away. Oh, yeah. okay. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why I, I got that one. That's a good, it's a good one, I hear. Mm. So, um, I'll, I'll give you a couple names that, we, maybe we can go around and say a couple names of books or authors that we, we like or have, mm-hmm. so, and put it out there. I love oh, okay. it. <laughs> and Erno got me onto this one. He calls it Bubblegum for the Brain. Um, the Lucas Davenport novels by mm. John Sanford. Oh my God, they're so good. They're like, he's a, a retired policeman and FBI oh. and, you know, it's all the CIS and mystery. It's really good. Oh, I like them. A, you would like them because he's Say real that cool. Again. Oh, well, his name is Lucas Davenport. The author is John Sanford. Okay. And then um, Nelson DeMille, Gold Coast. I'm sure you guys, Hall, I'm sure you've read all those. He's real popular. No. John Grisham. Yes. John Grisham. Yep. Um, Jody Picoult. Holly, two years ago, you got me on the Jody Picoult. She's good. But my new, and my mom just told me, and I want to tell you guys, this is going to be my new summer read. Uh, My new author, her name's Barbara O'Neill, and it's fiction. And when we believed in mermaids, have you guys heard of that? Oh, I've heard of I that. I bet. Yes. Yep. I haven't read it, but I, I have heard of it. Yes. Well, that's my that's my summer read, you know, my vacation read. It's about sisters and it's about a mm-hmm. tragedy and tattoos okay. and all kinds. It's so, you know, how they, I don't want to give anything up, but um, okay. it's really good. Great. And she also, Barbara O'Neill, How to Bake a Perfect Life. 
Oh. So she she has kind of those interesting, I don't know, books. I think I think we would we would like. So those are my that's my summer read is going to be when we believed in mermaids by Barbara O'Neill and some of the authors that I like. Tell me who you guys like. I'm not really good at the author kind of thing. Um, I just pick books on you know when I hear people say they like them. Yeah, that's um, good. I, mm-hmm. I don't really stick with. I'm actually uh, just started reading Keep Sharp by Sanjay Kupta. Mm-hmm. And it's about oh. keeping your it's it's I'm just getting into it. So I just haven't got too far into it. But it's helping you keep your mind sharp. Yeah, especially great. being older. And um, I think that's good. I like self help books as well. Mm-hmm. But I usually mm-hmm. read that along with an actual book. I think I would maybe like those. I think you would too. Mm-hmm. I, I have one book that I bought. It, it's, <laughs> you're going to laugh. It's not even really, it's not a book. I don't know what the heck you would call it. It's Heloise. Ooh, what's that? Do you know who that no. is? No. And, and she gives you like pointers. Like, like say you got rust in your toilet and that you need a way to uh-huh. get it out and like your cleaning products aren't working like she gives you like little hacks like yeah, like to do things I like, like I, now that. I have that kind of book and I do like to look at that but it's not like a book you sit and you just read it's not right a through. novel yeah that's okay that's about the only kind of book I have and I I do have that like sitting out that I will like go and reference that every so often. I like that that's really good I'm gonna look that one up because that's helpful yeah, that's I mean, really, that's yeah. really, really helpful. I, I learned a lot of things on Heloise, from that. who was the writer that used to, in in um, newspapers, you guys, there used to always be a little... Um, Dear Abby? <laughs> Dear Abby, that's what I was thinking. So Heloise sounds like Dear Abby, where people would write in and say, oh my gosh, I did this, this, and this. How do I fix it? And she would, remember that? Oh, I like that. I, that. That sounds really good. See, I like my kids, like when William was little, he used to like um, books with like all sorts of random facts. Like if it was Guinness Book of World Records or animal facts, <laughs> random information. <laughs> so trivia. You know. I got him. I got That's him a, one of those yes. books. Yes. And um, he and I, I mean, it all was right. this big and we would play. I mean, we would be upstairs and he was six yes. and he goes, did you know, Melissa? No. And I'm like. As a matter of fact, no, I did not. He was always so cute. He was, he just always. All right, I'm wrong. What is it called? Wrong, what, is, what is it called? It's not Heloise. It's called Rodell's Book of Hints, Tips, and Everyday Wisdom. Oh, I'm going to look that it's up. It's over okay, I... 1,100 tips on health, food, fitness, car care, home energy, and the workshop, and much, much more. Wow, you're fancy. Wow, that's a that big ass book. It's pretty cool though. Wait, where the heck like, did like, you come I just up? Opened it up? Where did you come up with like, Eloise? I just opened it up and they so it came to like sewing and mending. And it gives you like tips. Like if you need to sew on a button, it gives you like tips on how to, to do it easy and, and stuff. It's kinda cool. Did someone it's give that to you? Ladies. Did someone give that to you? You just found it? Actually a friend recommended it to me, yes, like probably twenty years ago. And that's how long, how old that book is. Oh my gosh, that sounds <laughs> awesome. I like that. That's I might give that to my kids. You still reference it. There's probably things I can learn there. Yeah. I like that one. I'm looking it up. I'm adding that to my list, Kelly. But Kelly, okay. where did Heloise come from? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if that, I don't even think that's a book. I don't know where that word, that name came from. But disregard okay. that. Okay. You know, I got to Google that one. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to see what comes up, Kelly. 
from Halloween. Yeah. God only knows. It could be something they, bad. You know where know. you got that? There are kids' books. Heloise is a is a kids' book. Well, that's probably where I got it because I probably got that from my kids when they were little. Yeah, but, you but I love the Judy Blooms. Like when the kids were little, like yeah. Judy Bloom yeah. and the Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew. Like, oh my oh, gosh! I used to do Hardy that Boys. Goosebumps. Uh-huh. Did you ever do Goosebumps? Uh-huh. I miss middle yeah, school I because so. I used to read all the young adult books, like Wonder. Mm. There were so many great young adult yeah. books, and I miss yeah. that because that I'm not as in tune to middle school young adult literature anymore. But there's some beautiful books. Oh, for, for young sure. adults, really great books. So here are some of mine. Uh, so it's interesting. I like certain authors. And I'll find their series and I'll just keep reading them until the series is exhausted. And then I get very disappointed and I have to find a new author. But uh, I also like things which are not set in the United States. I tend to gravitate towards things that I know nothing about. So it introduce me, introduces me to a new culture. So there was a time I was traveling to Asia a lot. So she, her name is, I believe it's Shijata Massey. And she writes oh. these, it's about a young American woman who's like living in Japan and she's like becomes a detective, but she's not really a detective. She's just an everyday person. She's and a neb nose. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then she gets herself embroiled in all of these incredible adventures. And so I so said, yeah, and her, the first book is called the salary man's wife. It's fabulous. And oh. the other one is, um, happened, takes place in India. Uh, a sister of my heart and a Shicha Diva Karuni. I'm writing all these down. I like that one, Sister of My Heart. And she has several beautiful books. And Mama Day, which takes place like in the like the Carolina Islands by Gloria Naylor. She also wrote Women of Brewster Place. Oh, yes. Uh, I read that. Oh, yeah. 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 So she, she wrote Mama Day, which is just beautiful as well. Uh, Diane Mott-Davidson. She writes these crime novels. <laughs> They're not true. There's, it's just like fun. It's like but they're all, it's based on a caterer. Her name is Goldie. And she is embroiled. She's like Jessica Fletcher of caterers. And she always has some kind of uh, murder that happens. And I'd probably first, love those. You would love them. They're light. They're fun. It's, the first one's called Catering to Nobody. And then I also like um, for self-help, Mindset. It's a beautiful book um, in that it has so much information, whether you're a parent, whether you're a teacher, whether you're yeah, in business. Good. And Carol Dweck, she's a writer. She's a psychologist. I had William read this book, and he loved it. He was very skeptical at first. And it's the whole idea of, of a growth versus a fixed mindset. So, oh. And if you're looking for anything about racial identity, I strongly recommend Beverly Tatum's Why Do All the Black Kids Sit Together in a Cafeteria? It is fabulous. Oh, Cute. wow. Yeah, those that's, are, that's right. a good list, huh? So that's my, that's my list. Well, I have to tell you what I'm really proud of because I always wanted my kids to be big readers as well. And Mackenzie always was. She would read two, three books a week when she went to Kelly's sister school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was so good at reading. And then life happened and it kind of got crazy. But my niece. Um, She'll get back to it, though, Melissa. That's okay. That's same with, with all of us. I mean, I go through stages. So she'll she'll get it back. But my niece, who's nine, um, the last time I saw her was before COVID. I took her to Target and said, you could fill this cart up with whatever you wanted. She got three books and she said, can you please take me to Barnes and Noble? She goes, that's my dream. So I bought her two full series of books. She was eight at the time. Yeah, that's great. 
And she loves to read. I know. Isn't that so cute? My dream is to shop at Barnes & Noble. That's my kid. I love that. It's my dream to shop. I would tell people in a heartbeat, like, get me a gift certificate at Barnes & Noble. I love it. That's what Evan bought me for Christmas. I think I got like six books. I love it. And Barnes & Noble. Remember, what did we used to have? There was another one. Borders. Right. And they always did, when Borders is gone from here, but they always had a beautiful, comfortable, inviting kids section with beanbag chairs and it was yeah so it was good they really wanted the kids to come in sit down and find a good book get engrossed in a book I love that the kids library at Penn Trafford was so nice I used to take the girls there all the time did you take your kids there Jill you know what to be honest with you I don't remember the kids section of that I mean I remember going in and it it was really old school you know you had to they did. I don't think they had card catalogs, but you know, you literally had to look up what you wanted, uh, find and go through the authors and the alphabet and everything. I I do have to say one more. You, Melissa, and you know what? You guys would all love Sandra Brown. Has anybody read oh. any? Oh yeah. Oh, she's romance. Oh my gosh, Kelly, you would love it. You wouldn't be able to put them down. And, really? Oh yeah. Yep, Sandra Brown. Um, kind of romance, drama, twists, but oh. Kendall, Kendall, my daughter, Kendall is named after a character in a Sandra Brown book that I read when I was pregnant with her. That's yep. hilarious. That's a, and, and the character was Kendall Deaton was her name. And I'm like, oh, I like Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> Kendall K <laughs> came out story. of a Sandra Brown book. That's so That's cool. great. Drop the mic. <laughs> that is really cool. That's a great story. <laughs> Yeah, Catering that's, that's, to nobody. That's just, a true story. I'm getting that book right now because I think that's that'll be a good, easy read. It's an easy read. It's fun. It's light. So easy. But it's fun. Fan, fan question. question. I have a fan question. A lot of people were asking and giving um, names of books that they've read. But a good one from Tambasco Sauce. Oh, that's cute. Tambasco Sauce 14. What were your favorite books that ended up as movies? Oh. Yeah. So that's like, obviously, when the book came before the movie, usually that happens, but people don't know. Like we were talking about, people don't know it was a book before it was a movie. Do you have to like the book? No. Oh, well, it does ask for your favorite, but I don't. Like, it could be a favorite book, and they were excited that they were turning into the movie, but then you didn't like the movie as much as the book. Oh, I think that the happens a lot. Yeah. The Notebook. I did not like the Notebook movie. Ah, uh, that's a uh-uh. good one, no. Melissa. You're right. Mm-mm. People love that movie. Yeah, but the book no, was I really know, good. I love that movie. The, the book, book was, was really good. The book so, was really good. That was the first book my kids read. Yeah, one of them, but. Yeah, uh-huh. that was really good. Oh. I'm trying to think. Oh, there's so many. There's so many. Ugh. What about the color purple? Color purple was excellent. That that was. And you know what's so funny? The color purple. Thanks, Melissa. That's a great one because mm-hmm. I love the book. Love, love, love uh-huh. the book. And I actually love the movie too. Yeah, me too. And it's, and it's so rare that I love the book and the, and movie. the movie. And yep. that. That I was, agree. That's ex- that was exceptional cast. It was done so How well. How big was that yeah, book? That book must have been thick. No. No? 
No. Oh, no. I would have. That's a, that's actually a really easy like Alice Walker. That's not. It's it's a good read. Okay, I it's didn't not read that, that color purple. No, that's uh-huh. a good but one. But you're right. That's that came really out good one. before the movie. Look at all the Harry Potter out. books. I mean, <gasps> I don't. Uh, you yeah. know, I forgot about yeah. that. Well, it's so funny. I ever tell you my Harry Potter story. So my sister is a really ha- big Harry Potter fan. And I remember when the last movie came out, I had never read any of the books. And I was talking to her about the movie. I was like, oh, yeah, it's amazing. Did you like it? She's like, oh, yeah, it was great. I was like, oh, I heard there's a lot of controversy about the ending or like whatever. I was like, what did you think about the ending? And she was about to tell me. And then she said, wait, wait a second. Did you read the books? Oh, oh, oh I'm like, Oh no, I didn't read a book. She's like, well, then I can't talk to you. About <laughs> I was, and I thought she, and I thought she was, and I laughed. And I thought, oh, she's joking. And then she's like, no, seriously, I, I can't talk to you about it until you read the books. Oh, like, she is. This woman is for real. Yep. <laughs> she's serious. She took it very seriously. So I went back and I read the books, and I loved them. They were actually fun, so much fun to read. That's so much hilarious. Yeah, that was my Harry Potter. That's that's how I got introduced to Harry Potter. I had no intentions of ever reading it. But Heather wouldn't talk to me about the movie. Oh, that is funny. How about how those took off? Those Harry Potter, oh, the books, yeah. and then the series. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Wow. Yeah. Remember we went there yeah. in London? Yes. I do. That was awesome. I do. That was an oh, awesome experience. Was, it was awesome. so Does anybody fabulous. have pictures of that? I don't have any pictures. I don't, you know what makes me sad? Sorry, off subject a little bit. Is that, like, that was probably on an old iPhone, and I don't have... I had, like some of these yeah. things we've done, I have no pictures of. I'm so mad. That's know, one of them. I agree. Because like when you posted your picture of the whales, I'm like, where are my pictures? You were of there with me. Trip? You and I was like, I, we, yep. I was like, where are those pictures? Uh huh. Yeah. You know what else? Another book I love, Wonder. I love Wonder. Uh-huh. And when that became a movie, I loved that book because I thought that would, and the hate you give. I thought that book was really good, and they turned that into a movie. So it just depends. I like yeah. when you turn books into movies because then it becomes more accessible to kids. Well, how about remember and just a um, wide audience? The series it was called a series of unfortunate events. Remember that? Oh, Those yeah, were all. Right. They're like yes. twelve books, oh, and then they yes. they made that into yes. a um, a movie. Yes. But the books were so much better. My kids blew through them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They loved that. Oh gosh, that's a great question. There's so many mm-hmm. things to think about. That was a really good question. Mom brag. All right, Paul, you give a mom brag. A mom brag? Oh my gosh. I wish I had a good mom brag. Um <laughs> for this one. I'm uh, trying to think. What about your son reading? Yeah. Read, that your son reads. That's a brag, you read. Well, you know what? I, I guess my biggest mom brag is that I love to be able to share and swap books with my kids. Like mm-hmm. to me that's really cool. Because I do that with my mom and my yeah. sister. We we share books and we swap and like when we see each other. Not only do we get book recommendations, but we'll actually share books. And now I get to do that for my kids. Because it's one thing reading children's books to your children yeah. and hoping that they foster, you foster that love of reading. And at one point, I thought my kids are never going to read just for the pleasure and fun of it. And then all of a sudden, it has just kind of started. Yeah. And I love to be able to share that love of, with the kids and give them books that I like. And now William, in particular is giving me books that he likes. Like right now, I think The Greatest Salesman in the World and another book called Creativity are two books he just recently gave me 
which are some of his favorite books. And so I'm like, that makes me feel really good as a mom. Like, oh my gosh. Sure. I now like my that. kids are giving that, me book recommendations. That's what you want. I, I like that. That's good. So you did a yeah. good job, um, you know. Kind of fostering the love of reading. Fostering the love of reading. That's good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's, yeah, like it's good for the kids. It is. So there it is. I didn't even think I really had one, but I guess I do. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Because Mom Said So. Make sure to listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can ask us questions or suggest topics by sending us an email at becausemomsaidso4 at gmail.com. And follow us on Because Mom Said So 4 on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Tune in next week because I'm a mom and because mom said so.